0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Matt. I'm not Alex. Um, So today has been uh, a day full of surprises. Um, A good surprise in that it did not rain today. Um, An unwelcome surprise in that Krista and Alex are in the emergency room um, right now. Krista woke up this morning, had some severe abdominal pain, so they're in the ER right now um, getting a CT scan, trying to find out what's going on. Um, So Uh, Before we jump into God's word, I just ask that you guys all bow your heads once again, um, and let's pray for Alex and Krista today. Father, we thank you um, for your love and your mercy in our lives. Um, We believe that you are a personal God, infinite, omnipotent, almighty, all-knowing, but someone who cares about each and every one of us, every part of our lives. You know the sparrows. You know the the number of the flower petals in the field, and you know us. We are much more important than those things, and you know us. And we ask you today, we lift up Krista and Alex to you um, and their family. I pray that you would be with the medical team and the doctors, that they would be able to diagnose appropriately and accurately what is going on, and that they'll be able to fix and um, heal in a way that only you can. We thank you for your grace and love in our lives, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this morning, um, our scripture comes out of Daniel chapter 3 today. Um, so in Daniel chapter 3, we have the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, so I'm 32, so back whenever I was a kid, we had this thing called veggie tales. Is that still a thing at all? Does anybody like raise a hand if you know what veggie tales are? Yeah, is there any like reiteration of veggie tales for kids now? or is it still like the old classics? Does anybody know? Classics? All right. So in the Veggie tales version of this, right? there's this chocolate bunny. they're supposed to eat the chocolate bunny, right? All this good stuff. Um, and the real version of the story goes like this, and I'm going to read it for you here. I'm pull it up on my phone. So we're going to jump kind of into the middle of the story, the beginning? starts with Nebuchadnezzar, the ruler of the land where the Jewish people are enslaved and imprisoned, um, sending a decree based on some advice from his advisors that he should build this big statue, this gold statue, to show how strong, how powerful, how um, godlike he was, and that they needed to play some music, have everybody bow down to this statue, and if they didn't bow down, they weren't loyal to Nebuchadnezzar. If you read the story, it's kind of a setup for the Jewish people and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego get to be our protagonists in this story. So, the music plays, the statue is put up, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego don't bow, right? Nebuchadnezzar gets furious, and that's where we're going to jump into the story. Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, Scyther, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music. If you're ready to fall down and worship the image I've made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, which are all flammable, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Weren't there three men that were tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, Certainly, your majesty. He said, Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then, approaching the opening of the blazing furnace, and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out! Come here! So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. All of his governors and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their heads singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own. So today, um the two thoughts that I want you to think about from that story are that we we go through these types of situations in our lives, hopefully not being thrown into furnaces right um not quite that extreme um sometimes um just as deadly though right we have we go through experience with sicknesses um loss, things that we have to live with after after the fact right um and what the first question I want to ask you is um, based on the figure of Nebuchadnezzar, right? So in the Bible, we see um, pictures and um, themes repeated over and over throughout the entirety of Scripture, right? Nebuchadnezzar is uh, a picture of the world system in the Bible, and we see that also in Pharaoh and Egypt. Um, if you read through other parts of the Bible, the Roman Empire, Pilate, those types of things. We also see... In the Bible, these reoccurring themes of a Messiah, a rescuer, right? So today, Nebuchadnezzar is our world system, right? And this this world system, Nebuchadnezzar, in this um, small story, right, this microcosm, he's asking the followers of God, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, to do something that would put something other than God first in their lives, right? I think that's something that's very applicable to us today, right? And it's different for many of us based on where we're at and what situation of life we're in. Um, So my first question to you is if you think about what is the Nebuchadnezzar in your life, right? What is the world system? What is the event in your life? What is the stress? What is the worry? What is calling you to forget who God is and put your focus on it, and there could be dire consequences. I think if we, if we don't don't bow to that thing, right? Um, for me, as a, a parent, as a father, um, I think the world system that pulls at my heart the most is just the idea of comfort and safety for my family, um, and that being from a work perspective, right? Like I need to provide, I need to um, do a good job, I need to work extra because. This is something my family needs. If I don't do this, like there's this fear of loss, right? There's this fear that they won't be taken care of. There's these other things. Now, um, work is a good thing, right? Effort is a good thing. Making a living is a good thing. But if I put it above the main thing, it isn't, right? So that's for me, that's my, my personal Nebuchadnezzar I can think of right off the bat, right? So I challenge you guys, take a minute now, take a minute the rest of the day and think about what is the Nebuchadnezzar in my in my life, right? And then think about the second part of that. What is the fiery furnace, right? What are you afraid of if you don't bow to that, Nebuchadnezzar? If you don't submit, if you put something before God, right, what what are you afraid of? What's going to happen, right? I've um, heard a lot of uh, good questions in my life, and one of those questions are like, what would you do um, if you weren't afraid, right? So you think about career-wise, what would you do if you weren't afraid of X, Y, Z? You know, uh, relationship-wise, what would you do if you weren't afraid? If fear wasn't the main driver behind your decisions, what decision would you make? I think in the Christian faith, God calls us to a life focused on Him and not on the furnace, right? Not on the fear, not on the fire, but looking up to God, right? So what is your Nebuchadnezzar? What is the furnace? What are you afraid of? And then Lastly, I think we focus a lot in this story, at least growing up, about the rescue of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? They go into the fire. Not a hair on their head is singed. Their clothes don't even smell like smoke, right? There's no doubt that this was supernatural. (laughs) There's guys that died just getting close to what they were a part of and what they were in. And Nebuchadnezzar, who was so furious, who looked at himself as a god, he realized, right? There was no no shadow of a doubt. It was a quick turn, right? Hey, these guys know what's going on. Their God is a true God. I decree it to everybody. And this is just after he has had everybody bow down to his statue. As a leader, as a leader of the like the world at that time, right? You think about, well, that doesn't look very good. <laughs> right? You just told me you were the guy, and now you're saying, oh, these guys know something that you didn't. Um and as, as a part of that. It's just, you wonder, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their faith that they put in God in in the verse, I think it's 14, I can look it back up, chapter three, homework, read it later. Um, They tell Nebuchadnezzar, hey, we don't have to explain ourselves to you. We believe in God, and we still believe in him, even if he doesn't rescue us from the fire. And to me, that is the most profound part of the story, right? Because that's real life, right? It's, it's good. It's exciting to see the happy ending, right? But we all know people who have not experienced that ending. And you may have not experienced that in your own life. We all know people who have prayed for healing and not been healed. We all know people who have put their heart and soul into a relationship and the other person still decides to walk out. Um, We know somebody who's, you know, prayed for their child or prayed to have a child and have things go wrong, right? So my challenge to you and the hard part about this, right, is can we say, even if, even if, God, that you don't come and pull me out of this fire, even if that, I still believe you are good. That's the hard part, right? That's where the rubber meets the road. Well, the first song that we sung today, talking about the goodness of God, right? All my life, you've been faithful. All my life, you've been so, so good. I pray that each one of us can say that truthfully and boldly. But I also know that not all of us can say that right now, right? Not all of us can say that now. So I encourage you um, from the second song that we sung, right? Um, that if the story... Isn't is it? It isn't over, right? The story isn't over if the story isn't good, right? And that's a promise that we have from God. So I want to encourage you with those words today. Think about who your Nebuchadnezzar is. Think about what you're afraid of. What is that fire in your life? And then, third, I want to challenge you that even if it doesn't go how you think it should in this moment, to still stand up for God and to uh, to still trust, right, that He is good. Would you pray with me? Thank you, Lord, that you bring our chaos back into order. Thank you that you have reached out through time and space and that you have come to this earth to save us from who we are and to show us a better way. God, we believe in your goodness. We claim your goodness today. We know that you are faithful and we know that all things work together for good to those that are called according to your purpose. Lord, let us be a people called according to your purpose today. Let us be a light. Let us stand up when everybody else bows down. Let us stand up for you. Let us love you and love those around us. And it's in Jesus' name I pray it all. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for coming today. Thank you for uh, braving the elements. And we appreciate you so much. We love you. I know Alex would want me to say, if you didn't hear anything else today, know that Jesus loved you. And next week, we'll see you back inside. Thank you.